Starcrossed? Well, Starcrossed is um she uses more like R and B influence. Like she she like each of her albums has like more of a different like she obviously always has like a country twang, but like her first first album before Golden Hour is like very country like very early Taylor Swift kind of and this one is like pop middle and then she like gets influenced by like R&B and um Spanish like from Spain music I solemnly swear that I am up to no good bum 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 welcome to another episode I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And this is Potterwatch Radio Hour. Potterwatch Radio Hour, bringing you two albums. The first one is Golden Hour, and the second one is Starcrossed. Um, yeah, so we figured out <laughs> what we're doing this week. We're on the same page. We got it together. We're on the same um, sheet music. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. Um, there was a little mix up, a little mixy up pooey um last week. <laughs> but now we've got it all sorted. Um will probably be two separate episodes, I think. Oh, okay. Or- well, the reason we're doing two back-to-back Casey Musgraves albums is because <laughs> Uh, when I had the idea to do a Casey Musgraves album, I was thinking Golden Hour would be perfect for Harry Potter. I've been listening to that album a lot because I just love Casey. And it just, that one has a lot of magic in it. And Alex but, said to me, let's do Golden Hour. Yes. And then I said, okay. <laughs> said, All right. And then Molly did the sorting for um for her the most newest, recent album her newest album which I will say her most recent album is like a video album it's getting a lot of like media attention right now so it makes sense that the time that I reached out to Molly about doing this that she would assume I was talking about the most recent album even though Alex did say golden hour <laughs> <laughs> um I just heard it and went okay and then most recent Our- album. <laughs> Well, I didn't actually know, like, so if you, when you said golden hour, I guess this was over text, but mm-hmm. I didn't like, no, I don't know like the names of her albums. Cause I don't really listen to Casey Musgraves. So it really was like in one ear out the other, <laughs> in one eye out the other eye. Yeah. It's fine. Now we get um, to do two. Now we get to do two. I'm actually really excited because I love Casey Musgraves, as I've already said like four times already. So um, I have no problem listening to her albums and thinking about Harry Potter characters. It literally takes zero effort. I find it very fun. And this definitely like opened me up some to new music because I hadn't listened to either album. I'd heard like maybe Butterflies and maybe like one on, one song from Starcrest. Like it had come up on my... Spotify playlists but um we were just pre pre pre-pod talking about like the two albums and like I was just saying like I was having I was feeling indecisive and I think it might be because we've done like a few of these now and I'm like am I saying the same couple too much like I was getting like in my head about who to pick for some and like some of the ones that are like really sweet I'm like, yeah, I, you were just saying this before we got on, but like, I feel like it could be like four people. Right. And that kind of feels boring. So I tried to actually 
I crossed out some people like I might say it but like I tried to really hone in on like okay this is gonna be this couple or this I have some wild cards in star in star crossed uh I have to be honest I did golden hour like on the plane coming back from Mexico so (laughs) um I can't remember like like I know some of them but like it'll be like when I look at them I'll be like oh yeah this is why I picked them so I don't I can't think that I am too um out of the box for golden hour but star crossed I did I was mindful of trying to be a little more like not the exact same ones we do all the time like I have a lot of duets and nice. um, uh and uh, uh trios love in a, love a yeah I don't yeah I feel like I didn't go wild with any of mine like there's one that I'm like is a couple that I've never done a song about but I've Ooh. always wanted to but um interesting okay actually no there are two in in golden hour actually that I pulled from okay I'm ready um so yeah so we're gonna start with golden hour and I think Starcrest will probably be a separate episode um TBD on when these will be released and then what well, we'll we'll release this one first. So if you're listening to this, <laughs> stay tuned. Stay tuned. We're just figuring out logistics on on air. <laughs> All right, shall we start? Yeah. Well, I'm all right to start with a slow burn. This one was a slow burn for me. I had to come back to it like three times. Me too. This one was hard for me, and then um, uh. Uh, I was driving with friend of the pod, Ben, to California. And I was like, this is the only one that's giving me like trouble because we're listening to this album on the way. And Ben was like, it's dreary. And I was like, what? And it was dreary is the classic slow burn. And I then I thought about it. And I think you usually, I think of dreary in like younger like not not even just in Hogwarts but like yeah but this I feel like Slowburn is adultery which I read sometimes which is like they both had kids they're like grown adults and they're like coming together and there's not really a lot of conflict it's more just like oh I've done a lot of soul searching and I realize that like this I have feelings for you let's try this like I'm all right with a slow burn let's just like see how this works and I think that feels very much like them when I read fix like that um definitely post kids though they have to be like older like 40 in 40s interesting yeah I I actually did think about dreary for that same reason but not the same age necessarily but like the way that you've described Drary in the past where it's like they're kind of like or at least Harry's kind of trepidatious like doesn't know if he really wants this relationship um or like wants to like acknowledge the fact that he's into Draco like that's yeah. where I kind of saw this slow burn and it didn't have to be like older it could have been like post school but I the person I kept coming back to who I felt like the person most identified with this song, not necessarily their relationship, but was Tonks. Mm. Um, and it, the reason I kept going back to it is like this, um, 
beginning part where it's like born in a hurry, always late, like haven't been early since like 80. Like she's just kind of scattered. Yeah. Like grandma cried when I pierced my nose. Like yeah. that. Oh, wow. You know what? That that's so true. And I could see her like trying to calm Lupin down and being like, it doesn't have to be like, yeah, this crazy speedy thing. Like I'm all right to take things slow, even though they yeah. do not take things. Right. That's slow. why it doesn't really match, but I feel <laughs> like it's in essence, like she doesn't want to freak him out, but like, she does feel like these really strong feelings. Yeah. So I don't know. And I just kept coming back to Tonks. Like even I would think about, I thought about like Jenny and Harry too, but like, I was like, that doesn't really work. Um, but yeah, so that's, I yeah, just, but I, yeah, I do thoughts. feel that where it's like, I'm a mess and I'm always going quickly, but for you, I'll take it slow. And then she doesn't, which I think is so fun. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's like, I can do it. I'll wait. And then she, it reminds me of, of, there's a movie that I really like, um, with, uh, Rachel McAdams and, um, uh, uh, Dommel Gleason, who plays Bill in, um, Harry Potter but um there and he he's it's a time travel movie but it's not time travel or wife what in the movie he has to like if he if they have another kid something bad will happen and it'll it'll be like devastating for him but it will be like a new day and so she's and so the wife who is Rachel McAdams is like preparing like a meal for him. And she's like, I think I'm ready to have another kid. And he's like, okay, well, let's think about it. And she's like, oh yeah, great. No rush. And she, then she's like, so have you thought about it? <laughs> 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 and it's just so charming and very cute. Um, and so that's like how I feel like Tongs, she like sits looping down and she's like, I'm all right with the slow burn. Like, I know I'm like scattered and crazy, but like da 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 da. And then Lupin goes, okay, fine, we can take things slow. And then like a week later, she's like, okay, will you marry me? <laughs> yeah. Like, cause I think, I mean, I take this as like, I'm saying like, I'm one, it's like a slow burn, but it's like not actually. It's not, yeah. Um. Oh, that's really sweet. I love that. I also like I'm I always feel like I give like Tonks and Lupin like sad songs because I ship yeah. so much. So I'm glad that they get this like happy one. Yeah, because I have some other like Wolf Stars stuff, at least one in this album. And I was like, this album for me, like my my stuff doesn't go together like a musical in this one, but yeah, um, mine either. But I also feel like her music her story is like kind of all over the place like it doesn't feel like she's even talking about the same person in every song um, oh in golden hour yeah oh yeah no um which i because because i listened to starcrest first i like knew that that was a divorce album and i was like i was pretty sure this was like a love album like about her husband but only but like some a couple songs of- are definitely about him yeah it's only like a couple of them and then some are like just not which is fine like yeah. it doesn't have to be like one piece but I'm so used to now listening to albums like that that I was like wait what's happening whose story is this yes but uh I did the tea of her saying golden hour faded black in um Starcross did you catch that I didn't but that's I wasn't thinking about golden yeah hour. like in Starcross in her there is a light like her oh. last song where she's like that I'll be better she's like golden hour faded black like she's like <laughs> 
That's really funny. And I'm thinking about the person I picked for that versus. I think, I think it's there as a light. Well, I'll, I'll figure it out when we get to it. Um, but anyway, staying on topic, moving yeah. right along. Lonely weekend. This one also, I had no fucking clue. I picked somebody, but I was like, this is it. Like, I don't know what to do. For this one was hard for me too. The first two songs and then I had everyone else, but then I found the perfect person for Lonely Weekend. So why don't you do yours and I'll explain mine. I feel like mine's a little bit sad, but I picked Luna and like, and it could be like me. I didn't have a specific relationship. Like it could be Jenny, but it could also be like Rolf because it's like, um, like we're busy and like you're away again and like I only have a couple of friends but I guess it's just gonna be another like lonely weekend but I don't mind because I am okay by myself which I think Luna is but it's still like lonely so I don't know it's like sad (laughs) which I mean the song is a little sad like it's a little sad but I also think she's like kind of like yeah it is chill (laughs) that I'm alone it's solo it's solo it's a lonely weekend I think it's like a very true song like I have you but I'm also like okay and yeah maybe that's her own journey with like feeling healthy around that but yeah um I said this song was Harry with Ron and Hermione are like on a date (laughs) like having date night (laughs) or date weekend Harry's like it's a lonely weekend. That's fine. I only really hang out with them. That's okay. <laughs> He's like, I've got a million things to do. I didn't do one. You know. And it's like my sister. So like if my if my like best friends were in town, I know that we would be doing something fun. And I just have to like be fine with the fact that they're together and that sometimes they're going to do things without me. And he's really come to peace with that. He is. (laughs) Got a couple friends. (laughs) All right. Butterflies. You give me butterflies. I, um... You know, I love to do multiple Big D and Grindelwald songs. Yes. So that's what Big D for you. I was going to do James and Lily. That's what I did. Yeah. And then I don't know what made me change my mind. Let me go. You talk, but I'm going to go back to the lyrics and see why I did that. Yeah. I'm looking at them now. um, And I just think... um, like the whole like I think it's Lily singing right like um yeah uh kind of used uh and out of the blue I fell for you just like this now you're lifting me up instead of holding me down like you've changed a lot and I can see that you've changed and grown and um um I uh I didn't know him and I didn't know me. Like I didn't really know all of you. Um, yeah. And now just make me feel, uh, now I remember what it feels like to fly. Cause he's like the Quidditch boy. I love that. Um, yeah. I was thinking the same thing for them. <clears throat> I just like, it just feels very like young, like their love always makes me feel very like, it's like the enemies to lovers, but like 
they were already like it's like the fake enemies to lover right like it doesn't have the real angst to it yeah no it wasn't like a total change of right so it's just like you give me butterflies like it's just like she's like oh my goodness I've been such an idiot like oh I can't believe I've fallen for James Potter but I have and he just makes me feel good yeah, I think the vibe fits them more. I think what I came down with Big D was, um, well, one, like the line, like stealing my heart instead of stealing my crown. And this like idea of like, um, I feel like, like, remember what it feels like to fly. Like this is the first person that he's been able to like engage with intellectually just as much as like intimacy. And so I yeah. feel like that's been opened up for him. And like, that's what's like kind of flying out is like mm-hmm. that kind of intimacy that he has with Grindelwald. Um, yeah. And he's like feeling like untangled by it. Um, and yeah, like the line, like you're taking my hand instead of taking my crown or taking my heart instead of taking my crown. I kept coming back to that when I was like, that feels like somebody else. So I kind of like use that line to get to them. Yeah. Um, which was kind of like nitpicky, but I was like, I had, I feel no. like I'm going to say James and Lily a lot. So I wanted to kind of branch out. Yeah. And then I didn't end up saying them that much. <laughs> I was like, at the beginning of listening to this, you know how we do sometimes like whose album is this? I was like, at first I was like, I feel like this is Lily's album. Yeah. Like I just like Casey Musgraves just gave me a Lily vibe. I had Lily more than I had like James and Lily actually. Right. Which goes right into the next one. Yes. What a world where I have Lily and Snape. It's like a duet Mm -hmm. except for it's mostly Lily. And then Snape is just like coming in with and then there was you. He's like look you know like he's just like look watching her like discover this magic and she's like oh what a world like this is like when they're kids you know I don't want to leave like there's all of this there's all kinds of magic it's hard to believe like and she's just like so overwhelmed by I can't believe that this magic is real I can't believe that like you've shown me this and he's like and I can't believe you exist and that that's, oh, I like that, that he's the one saying, and then there's you. Yeah, he's the, the only thing he says in it is then there's you. Oh, that's really nice. Yeah, I, I had the same thought. And at first I wanted to like kind of Jimmy rig it to be like that she's singing it and then like it gets sad on then there's you. And she's like talking about Petunia, like, oh my gosh, like this wonderful <laughs> world. And then there's you and like, I'm sad about that, but like, it doesn't work for the song, but I was like reading the lyrics and I was like, I could make this work in my No, yeah, you certainly could. Like, and then there's you, like I, in order to be in this magical world, I have to leave you behind. Oh, wow. That's good. I also had her and Snape in that moment together. There's all magic all around and it's hard to find. What were you saying? I, I forgot. This is my like... I guess like interesting one of my interesting ones it's like kind of sad but like for this song it's like Harry discovering the mirror of Erised and he's like this is him basically oh what a world yeah like he's like in the mirror of Erised singing this song basically like because it's one of his like first magical experiences at Hogwarts Mm -hmm. and he's like like is it too good to be true like he thinks it's real and like it's really sad Alex (laughs) I wish you could see my face 
guys maybe don't listen to it in that context but because he there's like a line like I don't want to leave I will I wish I knew but it doesn't matter because you're here right now and I know what I feel and it's like oh my god yeah so sorry (laughs) um rude (laughs) absolutely rude because I also just felt like this was like a very like muggle-born song too. It's 100% a muggle-born song. And I love it. I actually really liked this song. Not uh, like actually, but like. Oh, which, uh, oh, what a world. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Okay, this next song was the hardest one for me to do in this whole album. Oh, I just kept going with the sad train and just did Harry. Yeah, I said Luna. Oh, that's really sad. Yeah. Also, same reason. Mm-hmm. It's the first, so listeners, the song's called Mother. And here are the lyrics. Bursting with empathy, I feel everything, the weight of the world on my shoulder. Hope my tears don't freak you out. They're just kind of coming out. It's the music in me and all of the colors. Wish we didn't live, wish we didn't live so far from each other. Just sitting here thinking about all the time that's slipping and missing my mother. Mother. And she's probably sitting there thinking about the times that's slipping, missing her mother. Mother. Yeah. This is a tough one. It's rough. It's so sad. I was like, well, we have plenty of Harry Potter characters whose mothers are not with them. I was like, this could be Neville. Oh, yeah. That's what actually Neville would be really good. It, it makes more sense because it's like Neville is disconnected from Alice and Alice is dif- disconnected from Gran. So you have all three generations actively in the story. Yeah, Just but Gran is the dad's dad's mom. mom. That's why I didn't choose Neville. But <laughs> I do think it works because like the line that made me think Harry is like the burden on my shoulders. And I feel like Neville has that burden on his shoulders. Yeah. yeah. But well, Nevi. Real sad. It could be a trio. Everyone who has mommy issues in Harry Potter is all singing um, Mother together. This is in the fifth book. It's cathartic. Okay. Love is a wild thing. I love this song. And this was like the first one that I came up with. I think this is so obviously Wolfstar. Yeah, same. Love is a wild thing. Come on, guys. They're both wild things, you know? It's it's dog song. Dog song about dog love. (laughs) I don't even know how much there is to discuss, but it's, there was no doubt in my mind. Um, I'm trying, I'm looking at the lyrics because there are some that I like knew were like, it's so like earthy. Yes. So much about nature, which I really like because they are like animals and stuff. 
running like a river, trying to find the ocean, flowers in the concrete. Like it just feels, you know, like it just, I can just see them running around near the, you know, in the forbidden forest, you know, Um, climbing over fences, blooming in the shadows, places that you can't see. That like all feels very like young gay love to me. That whole like, like blooming in the shadows, um, and then like, ugh, I first of all, I just love the lyrics of this song. But anyway, coming through the melody when the night bird sings, love is a wild thing. It just seems just like it's just so them for sure. Great. Yeah. And then this is another magic song. It says, oh, I feel it. Magic in your fingertips. <laughs> so much magic. Which, (laughs) when we had the confusion about the albums, Alex said to me before we started recording, well, yeah, there's just like so much magic mentioned in the, in the album. And I was like, "Uh (laughs) uh-huh. And I was thinking about Starcraft, which I don't think mentions magic at all, but I just nodded. Magic is dead in Starcraft. (laughs) There's a hex, baby. Yeah. Um. So yes, definitely got the magic references this time around. (laughs) Uh, Oh my God. Well, this one's a little sassy space cowboy. Oh yeah, it's so sassy. Um, So for me, this one does connect. This is the end of butterflies. This Uh is the (laughs) breakup of Big D and Grindelwald. I love Dumbledore calling Grindelwald cowboy. <laughs> it's like, oh, you need your space or whatever. That's fine. This, this world is big your- enough for both of us. You can have your space, cowboys. I don't want to fence you in. <laughs> um, sunsets fade and love does too. And I was like, those butterflies have gone. The butterflies are real gone. Yeah. No, that makes sense. I love that you always, like, when you do a Grindelwald Dumbledore, you always have a companion piece. Like, there are always two. I have, I did the same thing, but not in this album. I gave them songs, like, two songs. I just Um, think they're a juicy love story. They are. They're spicy. It's basically fanfic because we don't get anything of it. Yeah, but we know it's canon. Right, exactly. That's, I think, why I latch onto it so much. Um, I said this was Hermione um, when Ron is like at the point of Ron leaving. Oh, duh. I didn't even, th- I always think about that moment. I didn't think about it for this. But it's not when he comes back. It's like when he's like, when he's um, are you going to pick me yeah. or Harry? She's it's like, good. oh, I don't want to fence you in, hun. You go. Oh, yeah. You go. You have your space. No, that's so perfect. I can't believe I didn't think about that. That's, yes, exactly. When a horse wants to run, there's no sense in closing the gate. You can have your space. I love it. Because I thought about Ginny after Harry breaks up with her, but I was like, Ginny's not that, like, angry. Like, it's just too bitter. But, like, it does make sense for Hermione. Um, Yes. Should have learned from the movies that good guys don't run away. Well, that was part of the Grindelwald line. Yeah. That was one of the ones I was like, hmm, huh. <laughs> yeah, I just, 
I just loved it. I was like, oh, this is Hermione. Because I know my place and it ain't with you. Yikes. <laughs> they can come back from that. Oh, no. I think they're, I, it just, it, he's going to have his space and he's going to come back. But I just felt like it's, we, I know we do this moment of confrontation between Ron and Hermione a lot, but this is like the, this is the heat of the moment. Oh, yeah. No, I feel it. <laughs> I think they'll come back. I oh. don't know if you're ready for my next one. Happy and sad. I'm not even ready for it. <laughs> I wonder if we pick the same people. I don't think. Maybe. Which, who'd you pick? I, <laughs> I picked Angelina and George. <laughs> I have them for one in the next one. Spoiler alert. Actually, oh, I think I know which one you're talking about because I almost did them and then I didn't. (laughs) I, oh, my heart. So the song is called Happy and Sad. And I feel like just that title alone, I don't need to say anything more because I feel like that's just how they must go into their relationship is like, we're happy together, but it makes us both like so sad. I like don't know how to react because I all of my reactions are like facial reactions like I just like was staring into into nothing so (laughs) that hurts my heart so much um I mean the song song is actually very sweet it's mostly happy yeah the song is mostly happy but I feel like there's just like that underlying because she says I don't know why she's sad in the song but she says like I'm the kind of person who starts getting nervous when I'm having the time of my life. I mean, I feel this. Yeah. I like, I feel like this is a very, well, this is why I like Casey Musgraves is I feel like she really hones in on very specific, real human feelings that like, you know what I'm saying? Like that, like, we don't talk about this, like all the time, like, I'm so anxious because I'm so happy and you make me so happy, but like, I'm really worried that because I'm so happy that I might, something bad is going to happen. Yeah. Um, um, who did you have? Um, so I have two people, two couples for this. So first I have, I actually don't like my second one, so I'm just going to do my first one. So I have Harry and Jenny, but, like, from Harry, and this is after, like, Dumbledore's death. Oh, yeah, that one makes sense. And it's, like, and I think Harry is that kind of person who's, like, I get nervous when things are going good in my life because everyone either dies or, like, goes away and like, am I endangering you? I don't know. Let's keep just partying. Let's have another drink. Let's keep talking because you make me happy. And all I want to be is happy right now. Yeah. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Ugh, really good pulls for this, Alex. <laughs> what was going to be your other one? Um, I said, um, I said, <laughs> Serious and Lupin, but I don't know what I meant by that. 
Well, I feel like that kind of makes sense. Like for Lupin, especially like he's also like nervous and excited, but like, he's like sad. Cause he's like, we can't be together because of like me kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's what I meant. I just feel like it, I felt, um, Harry and Jenny a lot more for this song no I think you you picked like such a good moment I like when we pick like really specific moments from the books for these I didn't do it a lot in this one but I just like it (laughs) um this is my favorite one this one was really hard for me it's actually not my favorite one but I just like this yeah it's just a funny like song and it's like the least Harry Pottery right it's also just so country like it's the most country song on the album so it's so it's funny putting it in this context but I I figured it out I know exactly who it is but you tell me yours this is one this is one that I haven't done before a couple okay (laughs) this feels to me like a Fleur and Bill song (laughs) Now go on this journey with me. I'm ready. Um, I just feel like, I actually feel like it's a little bit more flirt singing. She's like kind of showing off Bill. Yeah. Yeah. And I think she's like so proud of him. And she's like, you're my Velvet Elvis. Like whatever that means. And like, just like soft to touch feels like love. Like knew it as soon as I felt it. Like, and I just feel like she's kind of putting him on display. And I feel like, that's kind of how she, like she's very proud of him I guess yes. and like that's kind of it <laughs> I love that I love that for them it wasn't like a super deep dive but I've always uh, wanted to put them on a song yes no I love that for them this is the best I could do to the touch feels like love knew it as soon as I felt it you're my velvet Elvis baby <laughs> I did Molly lifting up Arthur. I thought about that too, kind of in the same context. Like, just knew it as soon as I met it. All I wanted was a little magic with a good laugh, jet flat sparkle in his eye. (laughs) I love it. Like, Molly's like, but they're, this is like a few years, like they're older, you know, she's still like, he's still her velvet Elvis. Like, she still loves him. I love that. Yes, because they're another couple that like don't get we don't talk about them much. I know. Oh, so good. It just felt so much like like if anybody was gonna listen to this country album and be like, my man, like singing about her man, it just felt like a very Molly thing to do. Like she puts this song on on her little radio in the kitchen while she's cooking and she's like, Arthur, our song's on. You're my velvet Elvis. I love it. it. Molly Wobbles and Velvet Elvis. Correct. This next song, Wonder Woman, is so interesting to me. And thinking about um, Breadwinner, mm-hmm. Starcross, I'm like, yikes, was this song a sign? Well, that's how I feel about some of the songs on this album. I'm yes. like, honey there were signs early on yeah like it's it sad thinking sad. of the context like baby I ain't wonder woman um oh, oh. it's rough it's rough 
so interesting but um do you want me to go first yeah you uh or, or is your do you have really strong feelings about yours because mine isn't great but I think it's funny um yeah I feel like good about mine okay I'll go first okay um I said I need you to like go on a journey with me okay always I'm on okay. the Hogwarts Express I think this is Ron <laughs> when Ron gets back and he's oh. like I make mistakes yes I'm sorry I, I totally not- thought the same thing it's not who I picked but I totally thought the same thing like I'm not perfect like and you can't expect me to be perfect I'll never be perfect but here's what I've got that I love you and that I'm gonna try and do better which is not really how she means the song but like don't you know I'm only human and if I let you down I don't mean to I need a place to land I don't need no superman to win my loving um and then this is what really got me with Ron you don't know how to fly that's okay (laughs) neither do I (laughs) (laughs) love it but yeah um I just felt like this is Ron's like apology song he's like I'm gonna try better next time I'm not that I was actually thinking about Ron but not even like specifically that moment but just kind of in general like how Ron needs to like make expectations clear sorry go so I just said Rudel oh that was a different album um this is my dreary song because this is also in the same theme of this is me trying. Like this is kind of in that vein of dreary that we've been kind of doing in all of the albums. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it was Draco singing. I think so. But I also was like, I went back and forth. And so maybe it could be a little bit of a duet for them because I kind of wanted it to be Harry being like, I've been everyone's like Wonder Woman mm-hmm. and I can't be Wonder Woman to you too, kind of. And like, then it goes like, I don't need a Superman. Like, I don't want you to save me anymore. Yeah. Um, I don't think Draco would say that. <laughs> I think Draco always wants Harry to save him. Right, which is kind of part of it. Like. Yeah. <laughs> And like him, like Harry saying, I don't know how to lasso the love out of you. Yeah. Um, like, oh, that's so them. You're right. That's very them. Um, Harry's like, dude, like, I can't be like dupe fronting all of the work here, buddy. Like, but kind of in our normal vein of like, whose song is it for like that? This is me trying. Like, it could be either of them, but I think. I went with Harry for this, but like I could totally make an argument for Draco too. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Classic. Of course. Sassy. This one's this, this is the favorite. Yeah. This is my um, this is my like one that I it felt divine when I figured out who it was. I think this is Forge singing to Umbridge. <laughs> okay. You know, 
Okay. I do know. Showing up, shooting down everybody. You're classic in the wrong way. And we all know the end of the story because everyone knows someone who kills the buzz every time they open up their mouth. Um, and then um, mostly um, High Horse because she then leaves with the centaurs. So oh, I see. And your High Horse, you I and your High Horse. Yes, <laughs> um, you can ride straight out of this town. Okay. Bye. We've had enough of you. Goodbye. <laughs> um, that's really funny. I wish you had gone second. Um, <laughs> mine is like more serious, <laughs> like not serious, yeah. but it's um, mine is like Lily to James, like before <gasps> she falls in love with him, like during the part that Harry sees, like. Yeah get off your high horse like nobody wants you like no one gives this much of a shit about you kind of. no 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 that makes like a lot of sense for what the actual song is about <laughs> yeah like it's kind of rough because it's like really like mean. the song is sassy but just we can pair it back with like your butterflies because she went from high horse to butterflies. But I also think she's really pissed at him and she has yeah. every right to be, you know? Yeah. And I think, well, in like the James that we see then like kind of needs to be told to get off his high horse. So. Definitely. But I do love the umbrage and the specifically the, um, for it, or the galloping centaurs. Centaurs. <laughs> yeah. Ride straight out of that town, honey. And now, golden hour. I had one really specific line. That's why I chose the couple I did. Um, <clears throat> I just want to speak a little bit about Casey. Sure. Um, so as we know, this song is about her ex-husband. Um, you set my world on fire and I know everything's going to be all right. Um, um, you well, now I don't want to say mine. I don't want them to end up like, uh, no, no, no. I don't think this just means that whoever you say is like Dustin. No, I know. <laughs> it just like when I was listening to these, um, uh, is I was like, oh my God, she like so much of her like personal happiness was like wrapped up in him. And it was, like, yeah. really sweet when it was, like, they were in love and it was working, but so sad. So sad. It's really hard to kind of gleam from the way that she writes because it's very, like, this is my story, like, only my perspective, which is wonderful and lovely, like, in a song, but, like, like I feel like comparing it to folklore like we get like the bigger picture of like the story in folklore which is like fun for us to be able to do this kind of episode with because we mm -hmm. kind of get like who the two characters are and I wish that we got like a song that was more like from whoever this other person is a little yeah. bit um because I hope is I hope it wasn't one-sided even though I know it like didn't end well like I hope that the time that they were together it was like nice <laughs> No, I think, I mean, I really do think that they were in love, but I think they fell in love in a, like, small town way, you know, and then she got really famous, 
But he was like a music producer or something, wasn't he? I, I don't know. It just felt like they had like a, and maybe I'm just getting that from Breadwinner, but it just felt like she like got really famous and out famed him and yeah. then he couldn't handle it. For sure. Which is just sad. <laughs> yeah. But she still like- clearly, like, even in the next album, you can tell that she clearly still just loves him. Yeah, I actually, like, felt like the Starcross had a lot more, like, ballady, I guess, love songs, even though, like, they were sad. Like, this was a lot more, it was both more country and more pop in some ways. I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say, but I felt the feelings more I guess in the Starcrossed well Starcrossed is um she uses more like R&B influence like she she like each of her albums has like more of a different like she obviously always has like a country twang but like her first first album before Golden Hour is like very country like very early Taylor Swift kind of and this one is like pop middle and then she like gets influenced by like R&B and um, Spanish, like from Spain music. Um, but yeah. anyway. Um, so golden hour. Anyway, golden hour. Um, I know, I know everything's gonna be all right. So um, I said this was Luna about Jenny. Um, it, I mean, despite the fact that like golden hour like uh like the sunrise like the red in the sky you know is like Jenny's hair but also just like I just feel like Jenny is a little bit of Luna's like Wonder Woman mm-hmm. um and she like stands up for her and is like I don't know she set her world on fire and then she knows everything's gonna be okay yeah I had the same thing but it was Harry and Jenny but like for the same reasons Mm -hmm. like also set my world on fire and like everything's gonna be okay yeah um I think there's even like a line that's like I've seen it all before but like looking at your eyes I'm like yeah I bet you have seen it all before (laughs) But yeah, yeah um, it felt very um, like someone in love with Jenny. <laughs> yeah. You make the world look beautiful. I thought I'd seen it all before, but looking through your eyes, it looks like paradise. Yeah. And I know. So it's really a song about Jenny. It doesn't. It's a song about Jenny. Whoever wants to sing it about Jenny, maybe it's Alex singing it about Jenny. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Ooh, who knows? Maybe Casey is singing about Jenny Weasley. We don't know. Um, I uh, think- the last song was like my favorite just like song that I would probably like listen to rainbow Mm. oh yeah well I love rainbow that was like my first favorite Casey Musgraves song it has a really fun like I don't know like chorus I guess Mm -hmm. just like I just love it (laughs) oh wait no um, where'd it go that's not that song the rainbow is really heavy-handed in my piece because it is a serious singing to Lupin song. <laughs> well, I do think she means like Casey Musgraves is like very um, uh, supportive of the LGBTQ plus community, so I do think uh, she is like 
I think the rainbow has a purpose (laughs) in this song in general. So, but the, um, the other reasons other than the obvious rainbow of love, um, is like that he's like telling Lupin it's okay. Like the sky has finally opened up. Like you're not in like this world of like pain and like suffering. Like I'm here kind of like, like you hold tight to your umbrella Well, I'm just trying to tell you that there's always been a rainbow hanging over your head. And I just, I take it as like serious helping Lupin through like everything that he's struggled with. Yeah. I love that. Oh my God. Now I wish I had done them. Oh, struggling to stay above the rising waterline. Yeah. Uh, if you could see what I'd see, you'd be blinded by the colors. Just serious singing that to Lupin because Lupin's so down on himself all the time. Yeah. Um, I did um, Lily singing to Harry at the end of the battle. This is your epiphany. This is my epiphany. So, but it's at the end of all, like the battle is over. Um, and she's like, I know you may not be able to see it now, but like the world is going to get better and things are going to get better. And it's just the mom song in the musical. That's so nice. It'll all be all right. Yeah. Oh, that's really sweet. What a good way to end it. All was well. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Oh my god! I don't know if the microphone just picked up my stomach, making like I heard that <laughs> noise. I heard it. I mean, I was like, "What was?" <laughs> it was my stomach. I just like had all this hot apple cider, and I think it does some things to the tummy. Mm, grumbling, rumbling, and I'm like sitting like in bed, which I'm not. I don't normally do. I feel like, but um. All right. So as always, send us your thoughts, your ships, your complaints, if you will. Yeah. Um, we'd love to hear it. Tell us what you think about Starcross before that comes out. Mm-hmm. Love to hear it. Um, any other thoughts? No, that was fun. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Stay tuned for the next one. Stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, 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 bum.